Hey, this is Mike Zwick from If Not For God podcast. Our show, Stories of Hopelessness Turned Into Hope. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. You look like the 4th of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... You've come to fight as three men. And three men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Right? Against that? No! We will run! And we will live! Aye. Fight and you may die. Run! And you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Independence Day for Independence Day yoke, actually. That's you're gonna find that's gonna be a lot of fun. Independence Day yoke for a great nation today on the Christian Car Guy show. So I know you're wondering what's the yoke. Well, we're hoping you're gonna get the yoke. <laughs> <laughs> on so many different levels, it's just unbelievable. So for those of you who watch Legally Blonde 2, you might have recognized the girl that cuts hair saying you look just like the 4th of July and she wanted a hot dog real bad. Well, when I came to work this morning, I, I was driving my, my wife's Toyota, okay? Just just a totally humiliating experience if you're the Christian car guy. As a matter of fact, I have been driving my wife's Toyota for the better part of a year because Old Red has been in the restoration process. So here about an hour ago, I got to lay my eyes for the first time in many, many moons on the restored old red, which is now sitting in the parking lot right where it belongs. 410,000 miles built. Wow. And Jerry, <laughs> my friend at Ray's Body Shop, you, you have to see it to believe it. I've posted a picture at ChristianCarGuy.com like... That red that's on it is very, very patriotic, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely red. <laughs> Candy apple red. It, it, yeah, it's it's got the original stripes, right? You yeah, the that was stripe. yeah, and it, the bumpers, the grill. I I guarantee you that it looks better than it did 25 years ago when it came off the assembly line. So it's actually old red's 25th birthday, and here it sits on the 4th of July, <laughs> right where it belongs in the parking lot of the Truth Radio Network. And I'm, I'm, I'm beyond excited. And, you know, there is a tie-in to what we're talking about today. So 
if you look in the Bible at the word yoke, you're going to find it. It's used a lot more in the Old Testament than it is in the New Testament. You might even remember that old Jeremiah had one tied around his neck at one point in time. So you may wonder, what does this have to do with a great nation? It has everything to do with it, but uh, interestingly, every time you find that word, not every time, but most of the times you find that word, God is talking about breaking the yoke of slavery, and he's bursting the bands. Well, both those words, in my opinion, as I've studied them this week, both yoke and bands were totally hijacked by Satan because we are supposed to be yoked to Christ, right? He said, take on my yoke. It's going to be amazing. We have a tendency to yoke ourselves to debt, we yoke, which has everything to do with the Christian Car Guy show. We yoke ourselves to all sorts of things. But if you think about an ox and a yoke for a second, they have these bands that tie them together with their brothers. And so they were supposed to be a band of equally yoked brothers. Are you getting the picture? And when you look at that word bands, in Hebrew, you can feel words, you just don't see them because there's a picture that goes along with them, and it's a very kingdom word. It's a royal word. Like, can you remember the best team you ever got a chance to play on and how you came together as a band? There didn't really seem to be somebody that was the leader. It was just like equal. Like, if you're, in a, if you're another yeah, ox and you're in a yoke, there isn't one guy. I mean, essentially, the farmer is the leader. And you guys are pulling equally in order to get this thing together. Well, I say all this to say we have had a band of brothers at the Christian Car Guys show for years and years and years. And and we have been yoked together to bring the gospel through an automotive platform. I mean, that's what we do. But when you think about it, Jerry, Bill, I mean, Jerry's able to do this to Old Red because he sees the advantage to the gospel, right? Yeah, and, and and I know I think I know where you're going with that is the fact that you know what God gives us all gifts. God God's blessed us in different ways, but when we're all yoked together and, and and bound together for the same purpose, it's just like it becomes such a, such harmony and and unison and and some great things. I mean, just like just like this radio show. I mean. I would hate to know, well, no, I wouldn't hate to know, but I would be interested to know, and you never will, how many lives have been changed by just talking about, I mean, how to, who you need to talk to about getting insurance or, or you know, a way to get out when somebody's just in the middle of a crisis or a car problem, needing towing or body work or buying or selling an automobile. And, you know, all of that stuff just all sort of flows together. And I think, you know, when God sees that, man, I know it just has to put a smile on his face. So, yeah, it does. And in that word band is this letter which has to do with putting your hands together. It's called a samak. And there's like, we talked about it last week, 27 or 30 bones in each hand. When you put them together, it's a phenomenal amount of support in prayer. Well, if you'd been at my father's funeral in March of last year, this band of brothers, before I spoke, they were putting their hands on me, right? It was a phenomenal time from my standpoint. I'll never, ever forget how God took this band that, that were yoked together, you know, because obviously Bob was there and Jerry. 
you know, and all of us were there in this really special kind of holy time that will forever go in my memory of this is what God designed for all of us is that we were supposed to be banded and yoked in Christ. That's why he keeps breaking all these other bands. That's why he keeps breaking all these other yokes, because this was the idea. Now, what that has to do with a great nation, I'm going to wait till the last segment to share all that stuff. But since we got old red out of the chute here and we wanted to do this, I, I wanted to share, like, oh, my goodness, on the 4th of July, a- as we come together as a nation, we were banded, we were yoked into a nation. And from birth. Now, fascinatingly, you know where I started on this, Bill? Actually, God on Monday told me, I want you to look deeper into the word intimacy. And as I look deeper into the word intimacy, that's where I came across this letter that means yoked. It's an iron. And intimacy, you're being yoked. In other words, Christ is all about you not being yoked to the wrong person because the only freedom that we really can get is actually to be in Christ, to love him out of our hearts, which is interestingly the second letter in the word yoke. If you're in Hebrew, it has to do with your heart. Your heart being yoked to something is like, oh my goodness. Well, that's when you really pull, right? (laughs) In other words, when you're being bound in slavery like the Israelites were, you know, they, they, they couldn't pull with their hearts. They were just pulling with their strength, you know, in their own strength. But if you want to pull with your heart, Bill, you, you, you got to be there. So, you know, Bill's been very quiet so far this morning, but here, here's your moment, Bill. Well, I tell you, I enjoy you breaking apart Scripture and getting into the letters and all the deep, deep thought you put into your, your lessons, and I know a lot of our audience does too. It pops in my mind is you got to be careful not to be unequally yoked. <laughs> that you need to to pray before you connect up and become part of a small team that becomes a larger team. Because when you are equally yoked, then you're going to go straight. You're not going to go in great big circles. And, and you know, I hadn't even thought about that until you just mentioned it. You have really struggled with your yoke here lately. <laughs> 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 You've been part of an agency that that you know. Well, you know, life winds down when you get ready to retire and you reassess things, and you got to decide whether to plant your feet and get back to work or whether you, you want to spend some time with your, your family. We had a chance to go down to Holden Beach and just had just the most wonderful time with all the family this past week. Gorgeous. Well, we got so much more for you in store today in the Christian Car Guy Show. Jesus, Labor, Love, you're going to find out how, what that has to do with the great nation and we have classic car guy comedy. We have an excerpt from you. You are going to absolutely love this film. Yeah, that kind of yoke. A different kind of yoke. We're going to be doing some yokes when we get back. Stay tuned. You look like the 4th of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad. Independence Day yoke for a great nation today on the Christian Car Guys show. 
And I hope you heard the last segment. We got Old Red back in the parking lot. It's absolutely amazing. I'm so excited to spend time in it this week. But as I was describing those yokes and those bands, I was wondering if something popped into your mind like a time you were part of an organization or a team or a church or a ministry or something where you sensed that the actual leading was from God and that people were equally yoked and band together in a way that they loved one each other well, supported each other well, completely. Like if you go look at the picture I put at christiancarguy.com of these oxes just straining for God, like running as fast as you could in his commandments. What did that feel like? If that story has popped into your mind, I would love to hear it by all means, or maybe something else along those lines. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH is a number to call in and share. But here we had a, a classroom full of students, and, and, and I told, talked about this last week. It's become more and more popular as I do this classic, classic car guy comedy podcast where it's it's on my regular Christian Car Guy podcast, but it comes out every day, and they're just jokes that I've told on the radio over the years. And, and it's amazing how many downloads we've been getting. But this week, as I put this together for the 4th of July, because it just was so cute, I didn't want to not use it. I thought, man, the Christian Car Guy audience would just love this. So if you, you need a laugh and you need to think like a child, here's our opportunity right now. A little absurd of what you'll find if you get the podcast at Christian Car Guy classic comedy. Oh, that's wonderful. I love it. Speaking of angels, I happen to have right here in my hand some angels as described by children. And this is good stuff, so you feel free to laugh if necessary. Gregory, age five, said, I only know the name of two angels, Hark and Harold. <laughs> Olive, age nine, said, everybody got it all wrong. Angels don't wear halos anymore. I forget why, but scientists are working on it. There you go. <laughs> Matthew, age nine, says, it's not easy to become an angel. First you die, then you go to heaven, and then there's still the flight training you have to go through. And then you got to agree to wear those angel clothes. <laughs> That's a big deal. Mitchell, age nine, says, angels work for God and watch over kids when God has something else to do. <laughs> Henry, age eight, my guardian angel helps me with math but he's not much good for science. <laughs> That's, I would love to speak with Henry for a few minutes. Jack, age six, says, angels don't eat, but they drink milk from holy cows. <laughs> now, Jack is a man after my own heart right there. Don't you think, Rachel? He drinks milk from holy cows. Angel, Daniel, age nine, angels talk all the, while they're flying. They talk all the way while they're flying you up to heaven. The main subject is where you went wrong before you got dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly, I'm, I'm reading it word for word here. <clears throat> Reagan, age 10, said, when Angel gets mad, he takes a deep breath and counts to 10. And when he gets out, he lets out all his breath, somewhere there's a tornado. <laughs> That's creative, you know? Sarah, age six, says, angels have a lot to do. They keep very busy. If you lose a tooth, an angel comes in through your window and leaves money under your pillow. And then when it gets cold, angels go north for the winter. <laughs> if you're wondering, I, you know, you know. Jared, age eight, angels live in cloud houses made by God and his son, who's a very good carpenter. 
Wouldn't you agree? Antonio, age nine. All angels are girls because they got to wear dresses. <laughs> and boys don't go for that. All right, Catherine, age nine. My angel is my grandma who died last year. She got a big head start on helping me while she was down here on earth. You, you can say, aw, that was mm-hmm. aw. I mean, that really is. And then Vicky, age eight. Some of the angels are in charge of helping heal sick animals and pets. And if they don't make the animals get better, they help the child get over it. Mm. That's neat. Vicky is pretty perceptive. Sarah, age seven. What I don't get about Angel is why when someone is in love, they shoot arrows at them. <laughs> I don't get that either. Do you, Rachel? No. So, you know, at the end of all my stuff, I always have a riddle, and I do have a riddle. I really like my riddle today. And so my riddle of today is the first angel mentioned in the King James Version of the Bible met who by the fountain on the way to sure, for sure. Do you know who for sure that was? All right, there is an excerpt of what you could get daily at Christian Car Guy podcast, you know, Christian Car Guy classic comedy that we do. And, and um, you know, we all could use a laugh occasionally, Bill. And I, I you know. And a good yoke. <laughs> good yoke. A good yoke. A good yoke. And so, speaking of yoke, you, you may have heard our president many times refer to a great nation. Like, let's make America great again. And so, interestingly, I, I was just asking God this morning, where do you want to go? And, and so he asked me to spend some time on the word nation. And, and I was literally blown away because, you know, you might remember that the, one of the first times we see the word nation is in Genesis when God tells Abraham, I'm going to make you a great nation. Right, he, he he says that, you know, in Genesis, and so what exactly does that mean? It's actually Genesis twelve two, and I'll make thee a great nation, and I'll bless thee, and I'll make thy name great, and they shall be, and thou shalt be a blessing. In other words, he was blessed to be a blessing. So when you look at that word nation in Hebrew, it starts out with this letter, which is actually a third letter in the Hebrew alphabet, called a gimel. And the idea of the gimel is that it's a wealthy person who is running to give something to a, a less fortunate person, with the idea being that the rich person realizes that that's not their blessing that they're running to give to the poor person, but it's something that God gave them to give back to the person that it was stolen from. Wow. And so what does this have to do with being a great nation? Oh, it has everything to do with it. And we are going to explore that, but we want to hear your story of when you were banded together. I like the Jesus Labor Love. Car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. So much more. Christian Car Guide coming up. 866-348-7884. Maybe you've heard a good yoke. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. You look like the 4th of July. It makes me want a hot dog real bad. No, I'm not Neil Diamond. 
I know you are getting ready to, <laughs> for Neil, and that is a really awesome beginning. Well, I do like that song. I love it. Coming to America, right? And we're going to be getting into great nations and what God had in mind for that whole concept and when he explained it to, to Abraham. But we have to talk about a couple things. we got to say that coming up at 1 o'clock, we have a very exciting show from Amy Cabo called The Cure, and she has Mike McGraw, Sergeant Mike McGraw, who's one of the first responders at 9-11. They're going to be talking about some of the, the first responder stories that would happen back in 9-11, the actual 9-11. Um, it's going to be an amazing show. It comes on at 1 o'clock. It is also live, and so you can call in and share on that. Um, part of being a great nation. We're going to get into that. But first, we have Martin, who is in Raleigh. He has an answer to the riddle that was uh, given out on the classic Car Guy comedy. Martin, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. How can we help you with that riddle? Well, um, the angel uh, spoke to Hagar. She was fleeing from Sarah. You are exactly right. It was Hagar. And, and, you know, here God was trying to show Abraham how to be a great nation. (laughs) And then there's the whole, you know, Ishmael, Hagar, like, oh, my goodness. They needed an angel so that they could explain, you know, what they needed to do before they get dead. so good martin i love it so have you ever been part of a team or an organization or something where you just really sensed that god was leading this group and they really came together equally yoked banded like oh my goodness they were supporting one another oh yes i remember my opportunity to serve the lord at a non-denominational church group in pennsylvania for about seven years and we had about 25 people working together, and we all lived in one big house, and we all had different duties, but we were able to help each other at the same time. And um, I was privileged to to help cooking and uh, pruning apple trees and uh, typesetting and shipping and receiving, and so uh, all the workers uh, enjoyed the fellowship of each other, and we supported each other that's a so cool thing when it happens it was what we were designed for martin that is beautiful thank you for sharing that and for answering our riddle i'm gonna i'm gonna put you back on hold mate we're gonna have to send you something for that i mean i didn't say you were gonna win something but hey you should because that was just a great hagar is the correct answer (laughs) so what is your story we would love to hear your story 866-348-7884-866 Three, four, truth. So, getting back to this great nation, right? Yes, sir. So, this idea of a rich person running to give back to the other person that has been stolen from that which they. So, the rich person in this particular case, and this is taught by the Hebrew sages, that this letter has to do with this very concept of someone who is running in freedom to give back to that person what has been stolen okay so when you look at this and it says that abraham right he said he was going to make him a great nation so you got that letter gimel and then you actually have a vav which is sort of a connecting letter it means sort of like the the ladder coming down from heaven 
and then a yud, which is the spark of God. So a great, rich nation would be running to give back the spark of God that has been stolen, in other words, the gospel. This nation that has been blessed spiritually, right? And Abraham had been blessed spiritually. And so it was through Abraham that, first of all, we get the Torah, right? And that was given to the Hebrews as a way to run to the nations and and share God with them. But it also came, right, in in the actual spark of God coming through Mary and, and Jesus himself blessed the nations. Abraham was unbelievably blessed so that he could be a blessing. So those of us who are blessed financially, spiritually, however it is that God has poured into your life, he is hoping that we will give back to those who, from which it has been stolen. Okay? Believe me when I tell you, Satan has stolen the band of brotherhood that was supposed to be happening. Believe me when I tell you, Satan has yoked us into all sorts of shenanigans (laughs) so that we can't take on the beautiful yoke. So what is a great nation? A great nation is, especially from my perspective, is a nation that realizes the spark that is God and is running to help those from which it has been stolen. That and banded together, yoked together to do that kind of thing. Wow. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fireworks. <laughs> it is fireworks. It's that spark, right? I mean, it's, it's a beautiful picture, and it's, it's an absolutely fabulous thing that God really had in mind. And, and when I realize, you know, what the Jesus labor love is, it, it's y'all have been giving, y'all have been praying for these single moms, widows, and families in crisis. Clearly, you know, in many cases, their husbands have, have been stolen or they're um, <laughs> stolen due to all sorts of shenanigans or stolen, you know, literally passed away as widows may be. You know, the, you've got these kids and all these things. And, and so they don't have an answer for how to fix their car. They don't even know, have anybody to really talk to many times to even tell them, look, you got to push the little star, little snowflake button in order to make the compressor come on. A lot of times that's what the Jesus labor love. That's what we do is we're just simply saying here, this is how you check your oil. This is how you, you know, can do this because a, a lot of women, you know, their fathers didn't teach them that or whatever happened. I don't know. But I mean, it's just an opportunity to give us what has been, stolen from them and then a lot of times financially you guys give it's a beautiful thing but the cool thing is they never see the person that gave them the money what they see is god provided right they you know i i love to often they'll send me these texts because you know this generation loves to text (laughs) and so a lot of the people we help they they get my phone number and they start texting me and this, that, and the other. And then they'll text me these beautiful, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I say every time, no, it, God God made this thing happen. It, give it, I mean, give the, the thing. Don't let me photobomb Jesus here because <laughs> this is not me. It is not the Christian car guy ministry. It is literally God. Okay. I mean, this is, this is who is providing for these things. And 
through all of you, through your prayers, through your giving, through all the different cool ways that these things happen. So, Bill, I know you've got all sorts of thoughts that you've been making notes, so go for it. You know, we want to remember what this celebration, the July 4th, is all about. We had 13 colonies that were suffering under all kinds of deprivations. Uh, a lot of it goes back to the king didn't allow the, them to have real them. money. He yoked them. And all the money that was around had to be used to pay the taxes. So you had lots of folks that were really struggling. It was difficult to get anything legally done because you had to pay a, a fee to be able to de- get married, to register property, to complete a large sale. And on July 2nd, a group of people in the Continental Congress said, you know, enough's enough. We need help. And they voted unanimously. New York was a little difficult, but they came along um, to separate. And a group was set up to write the Declaration of Independence that Thomas Jefferson more or less took over. And on July 4th, that same group said, we are going to band together. We are going to work together. We're going to be yoked together. (laughs) And as a group of 13 different communities, we are going to build a new life here in this country. And the Declaration of Independence was uh, voted on and unanimously adopted. And if it's been a while since you read that document to your children, I would encourage you. To, to go and Google, to look that up, and, and to spend a little bit of time today understanding what our ancestors were willing to do. Granted, it was a, the, the more prosperous people, but they risked all that they had so they could lift up all the other citizens in our country and to allow for prosperity. And we need to teach our kids about prosperity. It takes a little bit of work. There you go. So we got a lot more yokes for you (laughs) here on the Christian Car Guy Show. Stay tuned. We need your story. 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. I'm dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that? For one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! There's a lot of men dead, so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy in the land of the free Now this nation that I love is falling I can't even speak to how cool it is that we have Hollywood here that is going to share the gospel for you because... What you hear from William Wallace is someday lying in your bed. Would you trade all those days from one, you know, from those to the day that you now are where you had a chance, just one chance to tell your enemies you can take away our lives, but you'll never take away our freedom. You see, he who loses his life 
<clears throat> for the sake of the gospel, will gain it. Are, are you seeing what Mel Gibson's actually illustrating here? He, he, he's saying, <clears throat> I think so many of us are looking for a cause. We want to be yoked to something that is really worth all that we can give, all that we can pour into it, our very lives. What do we stand for that's literally worth dying for? Well, that is the gospel. That is that if you take this yoke that Jesus gave us, you see, if you will be willing to, like Stephen, right, stand up and share that you too can have true freedom, the yoke that you were meant to design, then, oh my goodness, you know, this is what the 4th of July is really about. Men who knew that the yoke that the British had put on us was worth dying for. And so literally what that man said in that song is, is we lay our heads on our pillows at night. Yeah, our forefathers in so many different ways fought that we would have the freedom to yoke ourselves to Christ because this was religious freedom to a great extent that they were fighting for that they did not enjoy in England. And, and so I realized that in later years they, they have versions of that, but never like what we've had in America, Bill. We've had all kinds of blessings rain down. <laughs> there are all kinds of miracles that were discussed that uh, George Washington talked about how bizarre it was that we were able to win the Revolutionary War. God's done all kinds of great things for this nation. It's a shame that some turn their back on him. Well, the good news is we can still take up that yoke of Jesus Christ, and we can go out and run to give that spark of God to the poor people that don't have it. We have Sarah Linda is in Washington. I won't attend the snow of Mahomish that where I know she actually lives. <laughs> so, Sarah Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, were you brought back and uh, when you talked about folding the flag 13 times at my husband's memorial? Uh, he was in World War II and England in the Air Force Air but he, uh, he, it was his, his memorial service, and I was seated as his wife, seated as his wife, and I watched them fold the flag. And 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 when they uh, finished, they were to bring, they brought it to, to one person, brought it to me. I'm, I, I forgot that I'm supposed to stay seated because I heard. I mean, there was not, I didn't realize, but later there wasn't the choir, but I heard behind me the song, you know, uh, Oh, Say Can You, I heard the song, and uh, behind me a chorus, and so I stood, and you know, the, it is united we stand, and I stood to receive the flag, and uh, the, the dear man tried to pull, told me to, stand, to sit, but... I stood because I heard that. I heard the song, a chorus, and I just stood to receive the flag because united we stand. And I, uh, I, I just uh, when you said that, it brought it all back to me. Oh and my we goodness! D- it is united we stand. And I, <laughs> anyway, I just remembered that moment because. Uh, 
you're supposed to remain seated, but I stood because of I Of course you did. It was a national anthem. <clears throat> yes, it was. <laughs> and so, uh, you know. I, I uh, think that is a phenomenally beautiful story on all sorts of levels. Because, you know, Amen. your husband was such a courageous man because he was oh, one of those men who not only fought in World War II, but, but he, he fought, fought for the gospel. For the Lord, for right, right. <clears throat> together. And, and he took the gospel, right, to the nation. Yes. Oh, yes, he did. <clears throat> he did. To uh, everywhere. And uh, he, he was ministering. Oh, he did all over the world to India. To, to uh, I mean, he was a, a a great. He was really like. Well, he'd been a chaplain as well, so he was a chap. He took that everywhere he went in the restaurants. He uh, he was a he spread the gospel. And was and there um, it, Sarah? Sarah Linda was there a twenty-one gun <clears throat> salute there, for him as well. Well, they had the. Oh, they had the, uh, you know, they did the, uh, no, <laughs> they didn't have a 21-gun salute, but it was, um, he was, uh, anyway, at the very last of his life, he was at the veterans' home, uh, and, uh, I love those. Anyway, I, I have been. I remember that moment, and I'm I, sure you this did. morning, I remembered, united we stand, and so you Stand and and on the ready. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah Linda. God, I'm so grateful that you shared that with us today. That is beautiful, amazing. Thank you, and thank you for your your service, your husband's service. Have a happy Fourth of July. Oh yes, happy Fourth. <laughs> Eat hot dog with with freedom in mind. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sarah Linda. Bye bye. Bye bye. <clears throat> Bill, you know I'd like to remember that. Um, Old Salem here in Winston-Salem has a very interesting part to play in the history of the um, you know originally there was fasting uh, when George Washington celebrated anything it was a day of fasting so it took a while for the idea of a celebration where everybody came together and had a covered dish and supported a, a, a party atmosphere and Old Salem was the first one to celebrate um, Independence Day with a feast and with a celebration. Uh, after the Revolutionary War, there was a, um, a signing of the end of the conflict in Paris, and our governor in North Carolina said we needed to celebrate. And Old Salem was the first town in the United States to step up and to do a, a celebration. So when you go down to Old Salem, there's a plaque that commemorates Old Salem's part in the Revolutionary War and the Declaration of Independence and the celebration of Independence Day. Uh, I'm going to celebrate an old red today with my band, thinking of all that that went into these 410,000 miles that they got to do. I'm going to eat a hot dog, and I hope you do. I hope you have a wonderful day of celebration that we can live in the freedom because especially those of us who are yoked to Christ. So thank you so much for listening today. You know, I was going to tell you, remember, slow down, even on the 4th of July. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. So, you know, how will you celebrate your freedom 
and pass it on to your children so they understand what a great nation really is. Thank you for listening. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.